0: Welcome to Brightly Radiant Being, the show that wildly recognizes, encourages, and invests in the radiance we all carry, so you can shine your brightest. Each episode, we share soul-driven advice and topics to help you live more brightly in mind, body, and spirit. Through sharing our experiences, friendship, and passions, we hope to impact you to step more brightly into yourself, inch by inch. Hi Amy. Hi Tracy. <laughs> how are you? I am doing well. And oh, how dear. are you? <laughs>
1: I had an existential crisis this morning, but I think I'm okay now. <laughs> what the hell?
0: What was it?
1: <laughs> um, did you know it's November? <laughs> <laughs> I um I apparently thought it was October 36th. I don't know <laughs> what was going on in my mind, but well, I had to schedule <laughs> felt very
0: Octoberish.
1: It did. Um, yes. I had to schedule something. Um, uh, and it had to come um about a week before December 1st. A uh, meeting we have mm-hmm. then. And then Mm -hmm. I'm looking at everybody's calendars. I was like, oh, that's the week of Thanksgiving. And then I was kind of looking at my paper calendar. I was like, Thanksgiving is in three weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We just had Halloween. It can't be three weeks. Is it always that close? And then I was just like, "I what is time? 2022 is almost done." I'm sorry if I'm I've, if this is stressing anybody out because we are much closer to Thanksgiving. What is than time? <laughs> uh, somebody hit fast forward on me. It is August in my head. I it is August 2020 in my head. Let's be honest. Like even if the pandemic <laughs> hadn't happened, I feel like somebody hit fast forward. But it's November, and there's something you. I've always wanted to do in November, but it always sneaks up on me despite it always being the same place on the calendar every year. But you've done it. I do you know have. what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, I
0: do know what you're talking about. It's National Novel Writing Month, Nanorimo, Nanorimo. <laughs> so here's what happens to me, Tracy. I actually was going to, I wanted to talk about something completely different for this episode. And then I realized, oh, it's it's going to be November. (laughs) See, you had a heads up, but (laughs) it's that thing where every year I go through this whole existential crisis of, (laughs) do I join it? Do I not? Do I join it? Do I join it? And then not write anything and then feel even worse than I normally would. Who else would know
1: other than you?
0: <laughs> well, you sign up for it.
1: You have oh. your own desk. Oh wow! I there's so much I don't know about this. Month. Oh <laughs>
0: yes, you sign up for it. You're like saying yes. This is what I'm doing. You declare what your project is. The cool thing is now. It used to be 50,000 words, like that was it. And then you won. Now it's sort of your own personal Rhymo. Oh, nice. oh, look at me. I'm really cool friends with NaNoWriMo. <laughs> I just call it Rhymo. <laughs> Anyways. And so so you informal. Your own goal, but you name your project, you say what your project's about, like you give a little blurb on it, you have buddies. So I wasn't going to do it this year. I was excited about November and thought, well, I'll still write, but I wasn't actually going to join. And then my nephew, one of my many nephews, <laughs> um, the nephew, the, the writing <laughs> nephew uh, on Facebook said, hey, if anyone's doing nanoRimo, friend me. I'm this name. And I was like, well, now <laughs> I have to. Who, like, who I has just, an accountability partner? <laughs> well, we'll see if he, if he like accepts my friend, my buddy, <laughs> like my nephew could be going, oh, her again. Anyways, <laughs> so I thought, now, wait a minute, Amy, you always need an accountability partner for like everything in your life. Why wouldn't you do it for this? Why wouldn't you go all in? Put yourself out there, claim what it is you're going to do. However, make it gentle enough that you could possibly, if not achieve it, at least get close to it. So today I signed back up and you knew I was going to do this topic anyways, but I just was (laughs) going to do it a different way. But I literally signed back up today put my project in. I have to tell you this because it was kind of magic. I thought I was just doing a second book in a series. So I've written the first draft of the first book. Believe me, much more writing is going to have to be done on that book. And that's okay. I've got it. It's a complete thing. Now I just need to fix certain things as Nora Roberts says I can edit anything except a blank page but what happened was the minute I was like yep I'm gonna do this next book in the series all of us and I knew that like the main character I sort of knew the background but literally the minute I signed on I was like download 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 If I step to the side, and if you're on YouTube, Ooh,
1: you got the whiteboards up. Are there, do I see post-its? Do I see some facilitated conversation? There are are tools behind you. There are
0: (laughs) ideas. I am just getting like, oh, this, oh, that, oh, this, oh, that, to the point where it's almost like, even things that are personally happening to me right now, I've had this very weird since November 1st, I've got like lightning in my eye. And things like that, where it's, you know, it's sort of like that ocular migraine thing. But I keep thinking it's the start of a superpower. And pretty soon I'm going to be able to shoot lightning out of my eye. And Is this in
1: the book? If not, it should be.
0: (laughs) I am totally having a character who she wears an eye patch because she can shoot lightning out of her eye, but she can't
1: always like control it talk about becoming one with your work Amy.
0: (laughs) I have it's been just like it's you are all in. (laughs) I am. And so it seems funny to kind of to have this topic after our last episode, which I love so much, follow your son, to not be pushing and striving and and to do the things that bring you joy, bring you happiness. Like and then I thought to myself, well, writing does bring you joy. It does bring you happiness and yet you don't do it. And so for me to go all in is sort of like a promise to myself Mm -hmm. that I will do this thing. So I don't know. It's just been this whirlwind for the last few days. Um, And so you said something interesting that you've always wanted to do it, but you've been caught off guard by it.
1: Well, I like to plan and prepare for things, right? And so Mm -hmm. similar to you, um, I have lots of ideas and um, when I when it comes to creative writing, I've never really sat down and done it, but when I write stuff for school, when I journal, it's like I'm Sylvia Plath, though a little bit more upbeat, right? Like like it's it's not like here's when I my diary, my journal entries and things are not here's who I saw, here's what I ate, here's what I did. It's more like here's what I felt and it's a little bit of it's more storytelling and poetry and scene scene setting and um reflection and things like that and so it's written more as prose than like uh um here's what i did today it's more here's what i felt today and what it means to me uh, and what i want it to mean instead or something like that um and so i definitely enjoy writing um and i treat you know stuff like this or even um you know the the meetings i plan at work i i talk to my uh, co-collaborators and and you, like, what's our arc of conversation, right? Like, <laughs> who does that? I was like, when we look at our entire month, like, how does it flow? How do all of our meetings tie into each other? So I know there's a storyteller in me, um, but kind of like what you just said, like, it's as much as you like it, there's like a commitment that you're making, and there's now goals, and there's things like that. And so I've always held back because I it's there, there's such a story in me I don't want to taint it with my own disappointment of not following through um and okay. so part of me is like maybe I should get some more creative writing in me that's not uh doesn't have those parameters right and doesn't have that stress uh, I talk a lot on here about how I just don't want another task right mm-hmm. but at the same time it's been years close to a decade if not more that I've had these ideas in me. Like I have these file folders and notebooks of just ideas or dialogue or characters or plots, you know, just like little things I've jotted down here or there. And it's like, maybe like you said, to just do it and to get those downloads and to, you know, have that inspiration, maybe I do need to declare. Um, But also like the thought of failing in public and like declaring and not doing it. And I know a lot of people, you know, Say it. it's kind of like I'm going to run a marathon and then you never train and then you never do kind of a thing, right? But you've signed up and you've paid your <laughs> your fee. It's um, a, it it is a weird thing
0: because there is it's a double edged sword, right? Yeah, it's, I'm going to declare. What if I fail? And believe me, I've because it's right there on my dashboard. It's like oh. 2013 zero words written like thanks
1: <laughs> thanks NaNoWriMo well, I thought we were friends but, but it's also that follow your son piece you brought up for me like I'm just so worried or I know me, I would go all in. And that means I would just write. That means I might not go to work on time because I had an idea or I wanted to get my words in. And then I wanted to stay in that moment, right? And get it out. I wouldn't do homework. I wouldn't clean my house. I would cancel plans, right? Like if I'm in the zone and I'm doing something, if I'm truly all in, there are no other responsibilities. (laughs) And that's not always what all in means.
0: Right. So one thing, one little thing I was just going to say is that while I've had those zero years, I've also had years where I hit 20,000, 30,000. And it was that many more thousand words than I would have written if I hadn't done it. However, the one thing that I have learned from NaNoWriMo when I was either all in or not all in was you have to prepare for all in right you literally have to prepare so it's hard to do it alone you gotta have those buddies there are even before the pandemic like you could join groups like Twin Cities NaNoWriMo and then they'd say we're meeting at such and such cafe for a write-in or you follow NaNoWriMo on um, well i probably won't be going on Twitter, but Twitter, <laughs> they'd say, okay, writing writing sprint next 30 minutes. And then you just do it. Yeah. But you had your buddies, you had your friends. So it's hard to do it alone. You have to let the people in your sphere know you're doing it. So it's like they talk about um the the website talks about rallying your support system. So if you let the people, your friends, if you have a partner, like I would do it and not tell Rick I was doing it. And then it was like, (laughs) what are you doing? Oh, are you writing again? Whatever. (laughs) You need to set yourself up for success. So for you, for me, it's sort of like, oh, I actually do need to prepare for it in October, getting meals prepped. Yes. Oh, right. Like you're making sure that you, are saying, okay, I'm going to schedule writing time so it doesn't interfere with my work time. What were you going to say when, when well, I said- Well, it's just, it's yeah. a whole
1: making space thing and it's the prep and and the planning and the anticipating to allow you to do it so that you're not just all of a sudden waking up and trying to cram it into an existing routine, right? You're being more mindful yeah. about it, especially if you know you want to go all in.
0: Yes. So of course, some things have to either go by the wayside or um, like, you. I think it's like you have to, something has to give, right? So whether yeah. it's other commitments, your beliefs in yourself, um, time sucking habits, like, oh, I love to watch TV. All right. I love it. I, there's shows I watch every week. Well, for November, if I'm all in, maybe I don't get to watch those shows in November. Like that's just something yeah. that might have to give. One uh, one thing I love, there's a quote on the dashboard on NanoRimo. They say, give yourself the space and attention to accomplish your goal. Now, the thing I would say with that is make sure that you're not so committed to like I got it because if you do want to write 50,000 words because which that is the ultimate goal is 50,000 words in 30 days you have to write 1,667 words a day and let me tell you that gets to the point where you're like I gotta write eight words or I'm just, I'm just,
1: what am I and
0: um that's actually not fun
1: mm. So, As someone who's written a 20-page research paper the night before it's due, I could imagine how 30 days of having to hit a word count could stress you out. But also, you know, I took a class on it once because I did, you know, like when I first heard about it, the our local library, somebody submitted mm-hmm. like an evening community ed for free class about so you want to do NaNoWriMo. And the one thing I just stayed with me at the top of my head where I don't have to go back to the notes for is she's like, you don't necessarily have to write every day, but you do have to sit down to work on your book every day. So that could be research, that could be plot points, that could be um, character development, right? And so some days you will be so in the zone, you are going to write three thousand words, right? Or you will have more time on a Saturday, or as you plan it and whatnot. Um, and that you know the that that sixteen hundred or whatever that you said is just an average to keep you on track but that, um, if you find that that's daunting, right. Like focus on how you're going to do all your time. And then, um, that word goal gets you out of spending your entire month researching or your entire month on analysis paralysis <laughs> or planning. Right. And so she just brought a balance to it that, um, you know, cause I was similarly, I was like, Oh my God, I have to write 1500 words a day. Plus like, eek right and I know that's what Stephen King says to do when it comes to writing you just sit down and you just write but he used to do a lot of cocaine and he's written hundreds of books so it's a little bit easier for him to just get in that mindset when I know I'm gonna have to sit in a bunch of meetings in a little bit or I'm gonna have to run meetings or I'm gonna have to do a bunch of work right like my day, my work day isn't just writing. I I have to use my brain well, for right, other you things. You actually have to work.
0: and And that's a really good point too. You have to use your brain for other things. I love that. Now, when I had that wonderful weekend at the hotel and I committed my time to the book, that's what I was all in on that book for that weekend. But even in that all in, I took breaks to eat. I took breaks to meditate. I took breaks to take a walk.
1: You still took care of you so that you could write. I love that.
0: The other thing I would say too, and this goes back to something that you talked about earlier. Now I know you're a planner and there are writers who plan deeply for their books. You literally could use that month. You could could theoretically use that month to plan the book.
1: And that's because, you know, like some things, some books, some topics or whatever hobby you're going all in on, right? Like some books don't need that kind of planning because it's not that kind of story. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you know, you're someone where you want to have a big reveal, right. Or you want to lay clues or, you know, it's going to be a series and you have to tie in all these elements together. You have to know an idea of your end point so that you don't all of a sudden have a major plot hole or something that gets in the way of what you, you know, you're ending in chapter three of the first of the series and you're making a face like I'm talking about you. <laughs> no,
0: I was going to say, but also there is magic involved as there well. Is. And Chris, oh, I can't believe I can't remember his last name who invented NanoRimo. I'm not even sure if he's still involved in it anymore, mm-hmm. but he wrote a book, no plot, no problem. And it was basically how to do NaNoWriMo where you're literally November 1st, you have no idea what you're going to write about and you just, you're all in, right? Now, I have not done that, but I am also, I'm not a pure planner. I used to think I was a pure, just jump in and start writing. But really what I am is, oh, get an idea downloaded. Start maybe writing a page of dialogue or whatever, and then pull back and then do the planning.
1: And then I mean, unless you're brand new and fresh to this world, whether it's writing or anything else, you're never truly starting from scratch. So even if you know, like you said, I'm not a planner, we're all starting from experience. And so even if you've never written a book before, you've most likely have read one, you've most likely have written an email or other communication, you've most likely communicated verbally in some way, told a story about a memory to someone or something that had happened, right? So you have elements and and like you said, like I meal prep, I meal plan, I do this. Like there's all all these different ways and elements that we plan that even though maybe you didn't like sit down and write out the arc of your book, right? And all your chapters, it's still going on in there, right? Like there's still yeah. a process. What I love about that download piece you mentioned though. So whether you want to do rhymo or just there's something you've been considering or needing to go all in on. I've talked a lot about how you know the past three years I felt like I've been alternating between being at rest or like the universe being like it's time to rest now um or being put on hold or waiting right um and how it's been really hard for me because I can't prepare or anticipate what I don't know about and so what am I waiting for I'm just in a waiting room of life right you kind of room like of life <laughs> that's kind of merged into now I feel like I'm still on that Lobby But like, I haven't gone up and asked about, hey, my appointment time was two and a half years ago. Can someone check on the person for me? Right. Like, and so it feels like I'm wasting time now. But again, how do I fix it if I don't know what I'm supposed to go to? And recently an intuitive reader said, you know, you have been at rest and you have been on hold for very specific things and for very specific reasons. But you're right. Lately, you've gotten comfortable you're so used to like things just kind of popping up and appearing and then feeling like you're reacting to it, not realizing you were drawing those things in or, you know, doing magic to attract that and then working towards them. She's like, you have some things now that you're just avoiding the discomfort. And Ooh. yeah, and she's not wrong. And not that not saying that I've done anything in the past 16 hours since I had that conversation <laughs> with her. Um, but she was telling me it's time to go all in. She was telling me it's time to take that leap. It's time to do it. It is time to step into the forefront of my life. I am ready. And it's not that it's going to be uncomfortable because it it's going to be hard or bad. It's just going to be new, right? And it's going to feel new to me and it's going to be different. And I was like, you're right. Like I have, while in this rest and this waiting period, I've gotten comfortable waiting um cuz I want it handed to me right like I want it to be like hi here you go here's what you do and here's your motivation and excitement to do it and instead I'm just like looking at what I want and being like yep someday I'll be ready for that and okay i sorry were you done sure. i'm sorry
0: <laughs> no <laughs> no no i think that that's amazing because i feel like i t- told you this because it was going to be a different topic I didn't know it
1: was all in until two days ago but I still didn't make that connection till yeah so
0: I typically don't read things but I am going to read this and this is for you Tracy and
1: dear listener (laughs) you dear listener
0: (laughs) until you are committed there is hesitancy the chance to draw back always ineffectiveness concerning all acts of initiative and creation. There is one elementary truth, the ignorance of which kills countless ideas and splendid plans. The moment you definitely commit yourself, then providence moves too. All sorts of things occur to help you that would never otherwise have occurred. A whole stream of events issue from the decision, raising in your favor all manner of unforeseen incidents and meetings and material assistance, which no one could have dreamed would have come your way. That's from W.H. Murray. And then underneath that, this was from my mom. She gave me this. Underneath that is a Goethe, Goethe quote. Whatever you can do or dream you can, begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it.
1: Can we? I feel like we need to have a moment of silence, but this is a (laughs) podcast and that's kind of hard. So feel free to pause. (laughs) I just, the ignorance of which will kill splendid ideas. Like, (laughs) oh. That's both beautiful and a little close to home there, Amy. Yeah. Wow. So. It's just like. There's a safety space, right? Oh, yes. And I feel like it's around that zone of genius you've talked about in the past. Mm -hmm. um, Where. You tell yourself you're okay if this goal doesn't happen, but the weight of not doing it is actually a little bit heavier than the, like, if you were to just pick it up and start doing it, right? So well said, Tracy. Yes. And then you carry
0: that weight, and then maybe there's another thing that you don't do, and then you just put that on your back as well, and you're just loaded down with the weight of these things.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things, like you said, once you committed to it and you did it, you got all these downloads. So I feel like by telling yourself you're going to go all in and sketching out or figuring out what that means, what all in means for you and what your parameters for time and um, setting out your outcome or what you hope to accomplish, that's going to free up so much of that mental space of shoulda, woulda, coulda if I only had time. And you're going to be able to receive those downloads and like those thoughts that you had and maybe didn't give any attention to will just expand.
0: I love that, Tracy. Yes, I think it will. And the funny thing is, is that this quote, if you're on YouTube, you can see it. Literally, my mom gave this to me and it hangs above my desk and I think it's been hanging in that one place for so long that I stopped seeing it. And it wasn't until today, after I got the download of the um of the lightning shooting out of the eye and the eye patch, and I could see this woman clearly in black, kind of warrior-esque, and this eye patch. And I was like, Oh, yes, and the lightning will shoot out, and that's wonderful. And all of a sudden I went, Oh that's what this is I committed I went on to it and committed and just like you said this this episode wasn't supposed to be about get on NaNoWriMo and you know write a book this is how could you commit to something if it is something that you wanted I love it like you've committed to something for this month
1: yeah okay so um uh i'm a fan of not not a daily practitioner, but a fan of Miracle Morning and my accountability partner. Um, that's actually how we connected. Um, oh, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. So he, we work in different divisions in a tiny department that does a lot of different things. So we're really small, but nobody really talks to each other. We're, in, he's in a division of two, I'm in a division of two, right? And like we work with people across the county, but not with each other. And I don't know if it was kind of similar to you, where like, He saw something on my desk or I saw something on his or how we started talking about something. But, like, I recommended a podcast to him. or Oh, no. Oh, God. Now I remember. He was talking to somebody behind the cubicle behind me about a trip he was going to take and how he was going to do this workshop um, on Miracle Morning. And I was like, oh, my God, with Hal Elrod? And he goes, you know, Miracle Morning? And, like, that's what started everything. But so... Anyways, they had an event a couple weeks ago, and as part of the preparation for the event, they gave you a little workbook. And the workbook actually just had three questions in it. Um, One was, what are you most proud of right now? And so that was actually a challenge for me. That was a nice little exercise to have to do with each other. (laughs) But then the next two were, what do you want to create in the next 30 days? And what are you committed to creating in the next 30 days? And those seemed like the same wow. question to me, but they're actually different. What is they a want are. and what is what I'm going to do about it? Yes. Um. And so for me, I was just getting over COVID at the time and I'm really behind in work and school. And I didn't want to put additional pressure on me to catch up with either of those. And so I said, you know... I went through all this trouble in August, September of like listing out all these local three rivers, parks and trails, um, doing how many miles from my house, how many miles of trail type of trail type of activity I could do. And ultimately I did it because I knew that they had like four to six that they put lights up and that until there's snow on the ground and cross countries are out there, I could walk when it's dark out, which is after 5 PM now. (laughs) And so it was important to me to know, like what trails could I go after work? Um, And so I said, you know, that's what I'm going to commit to is the next 30 days I'm going to get hit every park. I think there's just shy of 30 parks or trails that I could do. And I was like, that's once a day. And so on Monday, it was like, or Tuesday, sorry, Tuesday was the first of the month. So we committed for, for the month of November. Um, And I've really pushed to do it. I've moved around my work schedule. I've like plotted like what days in my schedule can I do the parks that are the furthest away from home? And then today between work and the podcast and, and, you know, the sun going away, I was like, all right, we're going to, we're going to take the one that's only a mile from my house. And we're going to do that one today. Right. And so I'm trying to be mindful, like, I really wanted to be lazy earlier this week and do that one then. And I was like, nope, you have the time to drive at least 15 miles, you know, um, save them. One, right. So there was a little bit of planning prep, but I'm doing it like the day of. But then I'm also journaling about it so that as I do all these parks, I'll know which ones I want to go back to, what happened in them. I'm trying to loop in other things like meditation and stuff like that while I do it or I'm listening to audiobooks or podcasts, right? Stuff I'm going to do anyways. Um, And I've been meaning to do this for a while, but after all those surgeries last year and then just some pessimism this year, um, I just, I haven't been walking every day. And so this both gets me walking again and out in nature and like, regardless of weather or sunlight, like I am going to do it. Um, So I'm going all in on it. It's a small thing, but it's, it's important to me.
0: It is important to you. And I feel like it's also one of those things where I talked about the writing. If that is something that I actually love to do, why aren't I doing it? And I know you love to hike. I know you love to go on nature walks. So this is just commit to something that you love to do. And I I just feel like we let the things that we love to do fall by the wayside.
1: I think... It's really easy to overlook that procrastination actually eats up time and energy. And so when you're talking about Mm -hmm. like where in my day could I fit this in, um, Mm -hmm. you know, you talked about some things like that I like to do that maybe I just don't get to do. Um, I would start with what are some of the things I'm doing I don't really (laughs) Need <laughs> to right, yeah, And Start and with then, that. Uh, you know, I love the phrase
0: "low hanging fruit." Yeah. So start with that stuff that would be easy to just set
1: aside. Um. um but that intuitive reader that pointed out some stuff to me, she shared with me. You know, moving your life forward is a new skill set. And I can't believe yeah. I never thought of it like that before because that's, like, right up our alley. <laughs> yeah. And so as much as I am, like, oh, I'm starting from experience, it is important to when going all in and getting these downloads to remember, like, I'm learning new things. Like, even if you've done NaNoWriMo before, even if you've hiked before or whatever, like like all these hikes and trails. What I like about doing it, there's this thing about like not using a GPS or like doing, not using a map or having to use like a physical map to figure out where you are that keeps your brain young. And so like just doing these hikes and going to new places, figuring out parking, like one of them, it's disguised as a golf course, but really there's, (laughs) and so like trying, I've never been on a golf course in my life, but there are a couple different trailheads and like trying to like manage the etiquette of like people are practicing golf or like actively golfing in these different places, but finding the trail. And then when I'm there, like trying to remember the picture of the map in my head and where I am oriented in time and space. (laughs) And like, if I take these little side quests, like, can I get back and all the sun's going to come down. And so like it woke my brain up in a way that like at the end of a work day, I usually don't have. Right. And then I actually came home and I'm cooking myself meals because I'm both chilly and want to warm up, but I'm also like hungry from the hike and stuff. Whereas before I probably wouldn't have nourished myself as well. Cause I would have just been in that slump of like moving from my office chair to my dining room chair. Right. Like, but so yeah, moving your life forward is a new skill set, And so I'm just like, okay, how can I take these things I'm learning and this activity that I'm doing and apply it to like, like, hiking every day for 30 days at new parks doesn't seem like it's moving my life forward. Like, I think it's why I've put it off before. But now that I'm doing it, it's like, no, it is moving it forward. I yeah. might not know where I'm going. I don't might not have that intention or that plan, yeah. but I'm doing it.
0: And you don't have to know where it's going. You don't have to. That's fine. But I feel like you're already getting these little clues as to it moving forward. Just Just from you talking about it right now, I... I think that that's, so one thing I just want to make clear, because I think it's so important from what you said, that it might not seem like a lot, it might not seem life-changing or moving your life forward, but it is doing it. And it also made it easy for you to put it off because it didn't seem like it would do anything big for you, but now you're doing it and it feels so good.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to say something she said to me. Mm -hmm. So if you, maybe if when we talk about go all in, nothing's really coming to mind or you're still kind of hemming and hawing about why not. Um, she just said, go forward, go forward, go forward.
0: I love that. I want everyone to listen to that and love that. And I think that is a perfect place to end this episode. So if this episode spoke to you, share it with a friend. And if you have time, give us some love on your preferred platform with a rate, review, and subscribe. You can also reach out to us via Instagram and YouTube under The Brightly Podcast or via email at brightlypodcast at gmail.com.
1: And with that, we hope you have a bright and beautiful day. Bye. Bye.